Hi folks, welcome back to an episode of Just Listen in Yoga. I'm your host, Brittany Firth. And before we get into the actual practice today, as always, I make no medical claims in this podcast, and it's just for fun, and I hope that it gets you off your screens for a little bit. And as the world continues to change, I hope that this podcast serves you when you can't get to your home studio, or if you don't have one, or as the world is changing, it doesn't feel as safe in that space for you anymore, and you feel safer at home for whatever reasons. I hope this is this podcast can serve you for those times as well. I'm recording this right after Indigenous Peoples Day, Summer Solstice, and it's really important for you to know that I record this podcast where I live in Mi'kmaqi, the ancestral and unceded territory of the Mi'kmaq people. I also wanted to call a little bit of awareness to your yoga practice. You know, what I teach is actually just yoga-inspired movement practices, honestly, especially on this podcast because it's short, it's sweet, and it's just asana. But yoga is so much more than that. If you've read the Bhagavad Gita or the Patanjali's Yoga Sutras, Upanishads, you'll come to realize that yoga is so much more than just the postures. You've probably heard a yoga teacher say that to you before, that this is so much more than that. It's about taking the yoga off the mat or something along those lines. But what does that really mean? We're really being called to look deeper into yoga right now. I feel that it's important for me as someone who's been teaching yoga and in many cases what I thought was yoga for the first gosh at least five or six years of it honestly I thought I was teaching yoga but if I get really clear I'm teaching a western culturally appropriated version of yoga but It's just inspired by what has been brought over and then diluted when somebody along the line decided that it had too much religion and spirituality. But I was saying to my friend actually the other day that when we removed religion or what we deemed to be religious about yoga, out of yoga, to make it more palpable, if you will, we removed spirituality. We removed the very essence of yoga, as it's said in the Yoga Sutras, to yoke. And I actually think that I've heard this referred to a lot in classes, but left at just that, that yoga is to yoke. But more than that, the yoking process is actually about going to this finite point of our own existence. Asking those deeper questions. Who am I? Why am I? What am I here for? And then truly stepping forward with courage to 
hear the true answer to that. And then to also see whatever behavioral habits, lack of knowledge or ignorance, indoctrinations, that are standing in the way of us really being clear about that and clear about what is holding us back from from being yoked. I think a lot of that is coming up in the world right now and politics and the movements like Black Lives Matter. What's coming up is that, oh, we do have some behavioral habits, beliefs, indoctrinations that are making us perpetuate white supremacy, privilege, racism as the example that is in front of us right now. But this is yoga. Can we see how we are perpetuating all of that generational trauma and change? Dr. Maya Angelou has been quoted a lot in social media right now. When you know better, do better. And that's exactly what yoga is from a spiritual perspective. That's what spiritual growth is. And a lot of our yoga practice is honestly just spiritual bypassing. We go to the yoga practice and we're creating an experience that bolsters us in comfort. Or in Sometimes it also creates an escape for us to disassociate from the work that needs to be done, from the growth that is trying to occur. That might be a struggle, that might be hard, that might be shocking to uncover. But what's exciting about the times right now is that we are getting a chance to do that work at a global level. And so I urge you to notice as much as you can, is the practice that you call yoga calling you out? And I'll use the words of my teacher, is it calling your bullshit? Because that's what yoga needs to be. And it's okay to go to a class because it just feels good to be in your body. Embodying your experience is important, but can you actually, truly listen to the words of many of the teachers that we go to? Can you allow yourself to be comfortable, uncomfortable? Let the entire experience in. without adjusting it. I find that the practice of restorative or yin yoga can be really, really beneficial to practice that particular component. The allowing, resolving to stay still, and becoming that witness the body having sensations and then the mind having a reaction to that 
So today's practice is restorative. It's for your lower body. And instead of trying to find a place that feels good, can you find a place that is teaching you something in every pose? I really thank you for being here and listening, everyone. And I hope you enjoy this practice. All right, come to the middle of your mat and put yourself into a butterfly. So you sit down, soles of the feet in front of you, knees out wide. Make as big a diamond shape as you need to for the health of your knees and your ankles. Sometimes I put a pillow under my ankles in this and that feels really good. Or you can sit on one. And then fold forward for a moment. But don't let this one be still, maybe grooving from left to right a little bit. Taking some deep breaths and just getting into your body, like really starting to feel your body and its sensations. Try to feel as much of your body as you can. It's definitely easy to just feel some locations and not all. This is often the norm. Take two more breaths. Awesome, then close your knees up, remove any pillows and stuff, and then Knees are together, feet are side by side. Roll up onto the balls of your feet and put your knees down on the mat in front of you. So, like a toe stand. Don't worry, we're not going to do toe stand. <laughs> Why does everyone disagree with that one so much? And now lift your knees up so they're parallel to the floor like your ankles are. Open your knees out wide, heels click together looking like a butterfly shape now. And then let your heels drop closer to the ground. This is gonna depend on your personal ankle range. Some of you, your heels will be pretty close to the ground and some of you, they might not be. Keep your knees out wide and then walk your arms forward, your hands, paw the mat until you can fold here like you just were in butterfly. You might put a block under your forehead. You might put a block under your heels so you're not perching and holding them up. And then just be here now. Again, let's just have a blanket intention to try to feel your whole body in the pose the whole time. And resolve to be still and witness that. There might be a better location for you to be within the pose. But for now, with this practice, just acknowledge that this is a yin restorative practice. We're moving as slow as turtles, so the risk of injury is very low. Just let where you've landed in the posture be the experience today. Enabling you to truly witness where you would normally react and then practice non-reaction. 
practicing acceptance of all sensation, but also all moods, all thoughts. So it's from this very clear space that we can actually begin to notice behavioral habits that might need to adjust or might need to be enhanced. Taking some deep breaths and using your exhales as a form of release. Especially through your rib cage. And take one more breath. Amazing. Slowly bring your hands closer to you. Remove any blocks from under your heels. Lean back until you can plop your heels down and then your bum down. Take your left leg straight out in front of you. Right foot to the inside of the left thigh. You might put a knee under the right you might put a knee under the right knee. You might put a block under the right knee. And then fold over your left leg. You may reach for the toes and put as many pillows and things underneath your chest as you want just to pause where you immediately feel the beginning of tension. And we'll pause here. Sometimes to truly accept that every sensation you're feeling is meant to be a part of the experience, you must not move. So now you're in it. Don't move, just be the witness. We're only holding these postures for two, two and a half minutes at a time. Kind of a shorter restorative practice, but sometimes that's all you need. I always tell folks that, you know, your home practice starts with just one pose. Some consistency with that one pose. It doesn't have to be a full hour. And as we've witnessed, it's better if it's a little bit shorter at home. We can be more dedicated, more invested into a shorter practice. Any of your spiritual practices don't have to be long. You might desire a longer practice eventually and at some points along the journey of your life practice of spirituality, but it certainly does not have to be. Come on up. Let's do a rebound shape here. You can put some pillows behind you quite a bit so your 
at about a 45 degree angle once you do land on them. Lie your spine down, your head down on the support. Perch your feet on the ground, knees knocked together or perhaps just hip width apart. Lean back and just relax for a moment. Just taking it all in, taking in everything that's changed, any new downloads in your mind. And come on up into a seat and put your right leg forward, left foot to the inside of the right thigh. Set up your bolsters and pillows in front of you, perhaps one under the left knee, and then fold over your right leg and pause. Taking in your breath, in that circular cycle of breathing, making it a conscious effort, an opportunity for you to really reach in to yourself and feel. If it feels good to you, eyes closed is always really nice. Some days that doesn't feel that safe, it doesn't feel that nice, so just acknowledging where you're at. If your eyes are open, you can just focus them on one spot. Almost there. Come on up. Hands on either side of your hips. You've got two options for the next one. I know wide fold is hard for some folks, so alternative would be to lie on your back and do happy baby. Legs out wide. Lean forward over your sit bones and we'll reach your arms forward. Put some pillows or blocks under your chest to stop you from going even deeper once you feel that original tension line. And then be here. Relax your ankles. Relax your toes. Again, get a hold of your breath consciously and breathe. Notice any gripping in the quads, in the calves, 
do your best to at least send a message of relaxation there. Also getting acquainted with the body's reactions to feeling safe or unsafe. Sometimes there's a holding and the reason for that would be that you need to adjust because the pose feels too deep or unsafe in some way to you. Almost there. One more breath. Okay, make your way onto your back, slowly one elbow at a time, all the way down to the floor, knees to your chest, wrap your arms around your knees for a moment, and open your arms out wide for spinal twist, knees come over toward the right, any variation. You might turn your head to the side or leave it at center, but again, just resolve to be still once you land. I think the restorative practice can be a great metaphor for the way that we sometimes just get into a headspace of needing to fix everything when truly what we need to do first is just be present and witness what is actually happening. Because when we just react, we're, we're reacting from a place of past experiences, not from a place of truly understanding where the reaction comes from. And I think that the timeless component of yin, really unattaching from how much time you're here in every pose, and that particular lesson speaks to how this is a lifelong journey. It's not about how quickly we complete each task. It's about how present and conscious we are while doing it. One more breath. And then our rebound is the other side of the pose. So inhale, knees up over you. Rest your feet down for a moment if you need. And then exhale, knees to the left. Adjust your head if you want to. Settle your arms and then let be what be. Relax the thinking space in your brain enough 
that maybe you can just see a little more of what the inner workings of your brain and your thoughts are. What's happening at a subconscious level? What thoughts are on repeat? Good, almost there. Taking deep breaths. back to center and on your exhale roll all the way to your right side for a moment take as much time as you need we'll set up for a very elevated shavasana shape to seal this practice off get a lot of bolsters and pillows whatever you have and aim to set your whole torso and head up at about a 45 degree angle from the ground like you're leaning back in a in a beach chair. And then lie back, settle your arms out or on you, choose one, commit to it, and then extend your legs. If you have been working a lot this practice on what's been going on in your mind, and what's been going on in your body, use this last posture to quiet the mind, quiet the body, and just be still. Even letting your breath go a little bit and let it become more involuntary. spend as much time as you need here. Thank you so much for practicing today. Be well. <laughs>